And here we go. This is Jeff, your host at Jeff Podcasts. Jeff Talks Podcast. Excuse me, I don't even know what my own name is. Um, Today's a very special day. Super excited. As always, I feel. I'm always very excited. But anyways, I have a dear, dear friend of mine here. And we have been trying to set this up for a while. So we have Chad Scarborough in the house. Say hello. What's going on? I feel like you should have some sort of intro music, though, that we're missing because it could probably I really agree. set the feeling. You know, We I'll, need to get that done. Yeah, I was thinking about doing something like just so, playing guitar or even like a drum beat. You know, it'd be really cool. Like, you know, the Lucasfilm, you know, like uh-huh. in the beginning of like, like the surround sound. <laughs> Maybe not, but you know, it, it set the tone. I In feel. my head, the bigger, the better. <laughs> the bigger, the better. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, okay, you said it. This is your podcast. <laughs> so I guess I've known Chad since seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And our relationship, so I want it off the top of my head, I want to talk about relationships between between males we can talk about that and uh you know just because we have had such a long dynamic ups and downs uh relationship we can talk about that a little bit um and then gosh we can kind of just go from there but before we go into that we can just kind of you know who you are what you do brought to you by brought to you by uh uh yeah, so um, who I am? Uh, I who am are, a thirty-four-year-old uh, male. Um, I own a uh, small, small family-owned company there in Long Beach, here in Long Beach. Um, been doing that for about thirteen years. Uh, I just recently got my degree in uh, health science. Um, been going, pushing towards that for about four years now. We'll have to talk about that. Uh, what? We'll have to talk about that okay. for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, just kind of living life here in Orange County in LA, and uh, I've known Jeff for a long time, and we've been through a lot together, um, especially over the past, you know, our early mid twenties, I guess, is where I would say a lot of our our memories and mm. um, big events have coincided and and reside, I guess. Um, I don't know, um, you know, just trying to get through life, I guess. I don't know. How, I, it, I'll answer questions. I don't know <laughs> things off the top of my head just to spew out. Okay. So something that really comes to mind is, um, and we've talked about it before, was I guess right when we first met, like the evolution junior, junior of high? our relationship. The, I, yeah, junior high. Okay. I remember you... Um, using the words, uh, Jeff was an asshole. <laughs> and then as that like evolved, right. Um, and the beginning stages, you know, I guess I would, I would like pick on people. I was a bit of a bully. You're a kid. Not a kid. You, you know, some, just kind of lashing out psychologically yeah. speaking. Yeah. yeah. So I guess like, what was your first <laughs> impression of me? And then like, how in the hell did we start hanging out? Like we can kind of go from there. Um, well, junior high, it was, uh, I, I believe it was our physical education classes. Uh, yes, where PE. We, yeah, where we first uh, met. And uh, it, it might have been in the our, our junior high locker rooms. 
where uh, at least my my most vivid memory of you, besides you wearing your backwards hat at school <laughs> every single every, day, literally every day, for every years. day. Um, you uh, was it Jake, your, your buddy yeah. Jake, that you yeah. uh, that you tied up? You you, you <laughs> he he put he put his uh, hoodie hood over his uh, over his face and tied him up against a tree with using using the the, the, you know, the string. Um, that was my first vivid memory of Jeff. And, uh, obviously by having that first memory, you're like, Oh, that's that guy. Yeah. But fast forward to what? After high school is when we yeah. met up. I, I forgot how we re rekindled maybe at a birthday party, I guess. Yes. I think it was, it was either your birthday yeah, party birthday. actually. Uh, and I just I got, got out of uh, a relationship and it was Friday night. And I just, for some reason, I, I don't know why I had your number, but obviously football, we played a little football, yeah, we played football. Uh, for maybe a year. So I had your number and I was just like, dude, I'm going to hit up old friends, like yeah, old acquaintances kind of and weird how it worked out like that. reached out and you're like, yeah, dude, oh my God, like come over. We're having a kegger or whatnot, you know? And, and, uh, then the relationship started. Yeah. And for me being that this is, you know, uh, a recovery podcast, mm-hmm. I remember that time so vividly. Mm-hmm. Because for the first time in my life, I remember feeling accepted. I remember feeling wanted. I remember feeling like appreciated, but then also like nobody really cared. Like everyone was just doing their own thing and nobody was really super focused on me. And I just felt like I was a part of something. And it was just us hanging out in your garage. Mm -hmm. You know, I think Chance was there. Lauren was there. Like a bunch of our friends blasting music, doing karaoke. And we're drinking beer. Right. And. Well, those were the innocent days before. Those were the innocent days. Yes. Or or went. Absolutely. But I remember like. Quote unquote innocent days. Like looking for something. Sure. Like that feeling. Mm -hmm. And I remember the feeling and the social aspect that alcohol and and just the having people around like what that gave me so i guess i know i know you're not in recovery per Mm -hmm. se but i guess i also want to pick your brain on on that like have you ever had a feeling like that because i remember going like through the work week and literally having moments on the weekend when we're just drinking having a great time and being like this is what i live for in my head well i mean if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't keep going back to it, right? Sure, sure. So, uh, I, I, I mean, I might have had that in particular with you when we'd go out. I think, yeah, I, I would sit there and, I mean, again, like like I've always said, I, 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 with your recovery, like I, I'm part of that, mm. that those watch gears with you, like, you know, like I, I'm, I'm part of that with you. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. But, I, I mean, I might have at some point thought like, oh, my gosh, this is it. But it's never been something that um, that is manifested too much. I don't think. I mean, maybe if I, you know, maybe my it's shrink really would tell ma- me different. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's never really manifested into like, oh my gosh, I want to feel this twenty four seven all the time. I don't I sit have here like and, no self worth. I don't sit yeah. here and think like I need a drink tonight. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to go out and you know. <laughs> sure. I think it's more of the um, social aspect of it. Like, yeah. Like when I when like. We went out last night, and mm-hmm. and it was because we wanted to go try somewhere new. So we went and tried this new winery. So we went out out and had some some wine. Right. And, um. I enjoy. For me, I enjoy that. I think. I guess it's yeah. evolved. 
but I've also, you know, I, I've grown up with an alcoholic father and, and, you know, uh, outside of that, my, I've seen it wreck people's lives. So I've, I've tried, I mean, listen, I'm sure you could attest to many a time where I'm just a complete and utter <laughs> show, you know, <laughs> but I, I, I really try to, at least in my own mind, justify my, my, my consumption with staying away from it during the week and really, really mm. trying to, especially now I have now I got so many things that I have to take care of. I mean, responsibility. I, I have a lot more responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so it isn't like we were 20, you know, or 21 right. or 25, you know, like I try to keep it at bay, but I don't know. I, I, I've never had that exact thought at least recently, okay. anyway. maybe in my twenties. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of evolved. I feel. I remember, I remember as our partying evolved, right? Mm -hmm. So that was, for you listeners, that was one of, that was a very, very big deal for me um, that obviously I still remember, you know, just celebrating three years of sobriety, but like, I remember that shit, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But as like it evolved, I remember you know, fast forwarding like almost 10 years, I remember wanting to stop mm-hmm. and seeing you and seeing others like being able to be like, I'm no, like yeah. I'm, I have other responsibilities. Life is happening. I can't just go to the bar anymore. So I guess for me, like really looking up to you and also like jealousy. And then, and then it turned into like this, like resentment that like I couldn't do what you and others were doing. Mm -hmm. And I just felt so like Eckhart Tolle talks about like the victim body, sure, you know, the pain body, sorry. And and being a victim. And I felt so victim to alcohol that I just couldn't stop. Um, yeah, I really just remember being jealous. So I guess we can touch a little bit on that. Uh, and then we can kind of move on to, I want to definitely want to talk about your, your degree. I definitely want to talk about some thoughts about, uh, your take on COVID-19 just Mm -hmm. because it is a hot topic right now. So I guess we can kind of finish up with giving because we are so close Mm -hmm. and I remember calling you (laughs) probably every freaking monday you know like chad what the hell like dude i can't drink i can't right. this like i don't want to drink mm-hmm. and you know i'd be hung after over as we can after bender, like right. a three-day bender and then start to feel okay on wednesday start to feel okay on yeah, thursday and like, on Monday, Tuesday, yeah yeah and then like okay wednesday. here we go friday chad what are you doing right. you know yeah. and so like selfishly putting you in this like weird like dance of like what the hell do you want, Jeff? But then you like being a friend, but then wanting to support, but not knowing how to support and me having absolutely no clue what I was freaking doing. So I guess from, for our listeners, like as one of my, if not my best friend Mm -hmm. along these years, you know, any experience, any suggestions, any mentorship or guidance that you could give maybe that person that is like watching their best friend. Like what the hell do I do? How, you know? Well, you know, I I mean, 
call it my 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 um how I was raised or or whatnot. I I don't know. I I you first have to, in my mind, at least from what I've experienced, you got to see that someone wants to, to, um, I, I guess, care for themselves, mm. what they want to change. Cause there's not much you can do. You can, I mean, we've talked multiple times and, 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 and yeah. counter wise, I've had people talk at me or to me about <laughs> my own problems. Right. Sure. So, I mean, if you're not w- willing to help yourself, how can anybody help you? Mm. And I guess, you know, I mean, that that's what the beauty thing about, the beautiful thing about, you know, um, recovery programs and things like that, because you finally get to that lowest point and you have to, you need help from someone. But I, I, I mean, just like family members trying to help you, I mean, I, it, it, can, it could be the worst thing because you're not going to listen to them, or it could be the best thing because yeah. they do listen to you. So I, I, I don't, I've never wanted or, or think I should ever um, impose um, my thoughts or, or my, my advice to you, because again, like, I feel like I'm part of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm a gear in that right. watch right. right next to you. Cause I've been there. We with would you feed off each other for yeah, sure. So, yeah. and, and I can't sit here and, and vehemently tell you that I hadn't had a problem or, or will have a problem. I think I can keep it under bay. Mm. I think, I think any, 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 uh, um, drug from nicotine to alcohol to sugar is all addictive in some manner. I mean, your cortisol levels from being stressed, some people are addicted to it. So, I mean, to, to say that, that people can always keep it under control is kind of a, kind of a farce in a way, you know, I mean, at some point something will get slip away from you. So I don't really ever had, I've never had things that I've ever wanted to tell you. And, and Mm. frankly, I'm not a doctor. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a certified person, but for those out there that are struggling with it, I I mean, with, with friends and family and, and, and I've grown up with, with family members that, that have gone through the rehab and, 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 um, I don't know. The best thing you could possibly do is, is try to help them see that they need to help themselves. Mm. I, I mean, I don't know what blanket answer to actually tell you in, at, with this question. Cause I, it's every, hard. everything is different. Every yeah. person it, is different. Every situation is different. It's not really a black and white. I mean, some people respond to, you know, um, uh, bringing their family in and telling them that they're wrong. And yeah. Other people will respond insanely negatively and they'll, drive them down deeper depression. And right. I mean, that's the other thing you're dealing with chemical imbalances of the brain. And how, if that was an easy thing to, to, to correct, we'd have pills for that already. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, There'd be a button, right. Be a button somewhere. It'd, it'd, I don't well, know. Yeah. I mean, hang in there, help these people. I mean, essentially if, if you have, there's also, there's also different aspects to these problems, chemical imbalances or as an, I mean, addiction, is it is it willfully doing this? I mean, mm. is it always a chemical imbalance? And I know probably one of your listeners is probably going to be like, "Of course it is," or whatever. <laughs> you know, people are going to. But I, I mean, these. Well, I guess what I'm getting at is just, it's very complex, and you just right. have to be there for them, and you have to. I mean, don't be a doormat. You know, tell them your piece, stand up for what you believe in, and, and what you think. But I mean, essentially, these people are hurting. I mean. Everybody right. in this is, is there's reasons and, and the addictions are real things, you know? Right. This beautiful thing that I actually recently heard is, is self-absorbed or narcissistic people are actually 
in an incredible amount of pain. And I want to touch on that briefly because during my brain tumor, Mm -hmm. I didn't give a crap about anybody else, dude. I was in horrendous pain. I had to get the pain under control first. But I also think that that can pour into emotional pain. You know, uh, and feelings and of of discontent and shame and guilt and all that. So being able to deal with that first, right? Because being in tremendous amount of pain, that's why I drank and drank. Well, and you had no idea why you were in pain. Right. That was the other caveat. 20 plus years ago, something happened, da, 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 like, and then accumulating and then not knowing how to deal with emotional pain. We can kind of talk talk about that too, because I think as as males, sure. emotions are like a no no. Anger is encouraged, right? Or shut down and don't talk and be stoic, be like a wall that nothing phases me. I think it's changing a little bit more now. You think as a society, maybe we're evolving I think it has a little a lot bit. To do with, I, I think there is some change coming, but there is the stigma God, to so. every everybody, to all groups, right? To male, female, or if you have any LGBTQ listeners, I mean, yeah. everyone has their own role role to play or feel. feel. Right. And I think a lot of people are fighting against that. I think mm. I think uh, protests or whatnot are trying to fight against that stigmata of the system. Yeah. I think I don't mean to go down that route whole but uh, i agree with you in the fact that traditionally yeah yeah uh anger i mean we're hunter gatherers right and and men in the traditional sense are the the warriors if you Mm. will and that was part of the whole situation and you know just growing up with fathers or whatever that that show us that's how it is uh, movies whatever it might be right right kind of passed down well yeah taught uh, yeah taught i mean yeah Learned, but th- you're right. right. So we shut that off, and and mm. how does it affect a male psyche? I mean, look, look at divorce rates. Look at look at suicides. kids being raised without kid. Uh, uh, Murder, suicides are the number one thing. Number one problem with gun deaths, and yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, there's just it's violence. All that, yeah, and uh, we and act most out. Of the time it's committed by men. Yeah, I mean, majority. I mean, yep. you, you don't. You do see women committing atrocities but not as much as men right that's just a statistical fact right so do you have any like tools or anything like that that you use to to maybe like like how do you express if you're upset how do you express that uh uh in a healthy i got in in, in the healthy manners (laughs) we'll we'll exclude (laughs) uh no i mean obviously it's trial and error as from being kids and, and learning what, what you, what, I guess what would be acceptable and not acceptable. I, I like, I like, I, I'm very, just like you more ADD more. I, I have to have my hands on things. So right. I try to keep my, I try to get busy with either work or working on cars or having other projects. That's why I'm always doing things because mm. it keeps my mind off those things. And it isn't like I'm, I'm rejecting or not wanting to think about those but it, it, it gives me something else to do. It's a, you know, just like any, any, any extracurricular activity. Keep movement. What is that? Like action overthinking. Well, and, and, you know, something that I've also been studying, um, uh, meta metacognition is where it's the, the thinking about thinking. Ooh. So yes. why, why are you thinking about this? And, and, and 
stepping back in almost like a, a God view of your own thoughts. And I think that's really important for people to understand and try to practice. And you call it practice because you're never going to be perfect at it. Really. Yeah. I mean, you can be the Socrates or Aristotle, if you will. But, uh, no, I mean, there's no perfect way and everybody's different. I mean, you just got to figure out how to get out of bad habits and mm. what are bad habits? Essentially, what do you define as bad habits? Do you do you define drinking as a bad habit? Because some people won't. Yeah, for me, uh, smoking. Uh, so, do you take a classical like? Do you take a religious standpoint at at how you look at things? Or if not, so do you do you believe that smoking is bad for you or good for you? Like, mm. like how do you look at things? Right. How do you break problems down? Do you or do you do see like say do you see drinking as bad or if you don't, you're like, I can have a couple and you read some statistic that shows that it's good for you or you go read some statistics as bad for you. Right. How do you take in the data? What do you believe? You know, uh, from a Chris, uh, from a Christian standpoint, you know, oh, the body's my temple. Mm. So, you know, at least in the Christian perspective, you're taught, you know, to take care of your body. Don't, don't fill it with drugs and, and, right. and, and, and things that will degrade your body. So I, I guess it really comes down to what you think about those things too. I love that because it's very empowering and I never like somebody telling me what to do or even telling me how to think. Uh, For me, you know, being an alcoholic, like I had to learn the hard way. I had to learn through pain. So it was like learning how to, oh crap, that didn't work. Let's try something else. Oh, that didn't work. Try something else. So I really like that, Chad. What? That was good. What you just shared. Oh, it was good, man. I kind of forget what I just said. <laughs> That's good. That happens to me all the time. That's why I don't really make an outline of what the, what the hell we're going to well, say. We just kind of go, dude, that was good. Yeah. All right. Well, I think there's a lot of people because it, it was empowering. You know, you're, you're literally, you can question everything. Well, especially with access to the internet now. You can go on the oh internet my and God. read two different news stories within five minutes of each other. Right, so you will find the, whatever you're looking for. Correct. Whatever you're, you you yeah. want to find, you can and will find. Yeah, it's, so, so for it's me, cognitive I, bias, right? I mean, yeah. you, you find what you want. And, right, right. It's that, It's like that saying like... As uh, opposed to cognitive dissidence where you, you're looking at something telling you that, say, alcohol is bad for you and you don't want to believe it because your brain won't allow you to. Right. And you're fighting with it, you right. know? So if you, if you always thought that say Christianity was the way to go and someone counter argued that, and you can't even see that that's called accepting that's cognitive dissidence. Cognitive dissidence. dissidence. Yeah. I like that. Jesus. Well, do you want to kind of go into uh that was great. I love <laughs> saying words. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm learning stuff. I'm yeah, learning that's stuff. That's the point, right? Absolutely. So do you want to kind of tie into, um, is it your health science in nutrition? I mean, if you want to ask me questions about it, it's yeah, just, it's so, health science. So right now, what is something that people could be, whether it's a food group, whether it's like something in particular, whether it's just drink more water, but like to immune boosting nutrition. Well, well immune boosting is uh, is kind of a, a shitty term to use in general. Your, your immune system's like a hundred different systems in general. So there's no one thing that can technically immune 
boost, right? You can't just take vitamin C and all of a sudden, oh. So what does it depend on? What does it depend well, on? It's the, a myriad, your, your it's microbiome, a myriad of complex and, systems and your... in, within your body. I mean, I mean, just because I, I'm just saying immune boosting, that term is a marketing slogan that you hear used that. To sell. You hear that people it's well, used to sell you guys stuff I, <laughs> and it's worked for me because I just said, so buy our vitamin C is what I'm, in, what I'm trying to say. We have it on sale right now on the website for twenty seven ninety nine, right? No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, just in general, especially right now with with the sickness going around with COVID and and all this stuff, you you want to take care of yourself. And mm. one of the main things with taking care of yourself, de stress. Make sure you you go and you, you you delve into yoga. So I mean, make sure one of the biggest factors in raising cortisol levels and 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 fight or flight mechanisms and stuff like that is stress, right? And yeah. uh, when you're stressed out, cortisol levels will 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 contribute to you uh, making irrational decisions. Um, and eating unhealthily. I mean, we're always with the news 24 seven now and with the internet and you go yeah. on Twitter or Instagram, you're always seeing negative news stories that it's going to affect you. It's going to raise right. your cortisol levels, fight or flight. So, and then bleed into making negative. Sure. Absolutely. Decisions oh, or creating negative habits. 100%. Based off of uh, the core stress. The, the, okay. the business model for Starbucks is, is amazing. So you drink some caffeine, it raises your cortisol levels. And then you want to reward yourself with a sweet pastry. Yeah. Like it's, it's genius. Yeah. So, I mean, taking care of yourself, I mean, de-stressing, turn off the, turn off the phone and turn off the TV, you know, like de-stress, go for a walk. Uh, make sure you're getting plenty of water, water. I mean, just by drinking, you, you touched on water. It's funny. It, it, that was oh, we've talked the, about it before. Well, that Absolutely. was one of the main things that got me into nutrition in the first place. Just learning. If you just learn that drinking enough water per day whatever that might be for your body and how much you can retain or not retain, it could cut down on prostate cancer and breast cancer. That alone is amazing to me. Wow. Because you're flushing out your body. You're flushing right. out toxins and, and your body's able to push those things out. Just that alone is empowering. I think that's what drove, drove me to nutrition in the first place. Just that alone. Cause I, I found that out. I'm like, Oh wow. I need to drink more water. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying drown yourself in water, but you know, sure. it isn't the eight glasses a day is a myth. Uh, but is that more or less? I mean, it really depends. It depends on, on the body. Depends type, on your right? body. If you're active, okay. you're sedentary. I mean, mm. a couple liters a day sedentary is fine. If you're active, you probably want to drink more. And those aren't the exact numbers, so don't hold that to me. Okay. But but I mean that alone. I mean, just at this moment in time, especially with the sickness, the sickness mm. that we don't we have contradictory science, right? I mean, you can again, you can go on the internet and find two different find stories saying for, two different right. things. So let's we live. We don't live in a world of of as much true and falses as, as there are, there is a, you know, there are truths and there are, you know, uh, falsities, but a lot of times it's somewhere in the gray area. You know, I mean, just like the two po political party system. I mean, come on, give me a break. <laughs> like they're both assholes. Yeah. <laughs> they're both, they're, they're the two different sides of the same coin. Right. You know, so where, right. where do these things reside in the middle? And, and, you know, I mean, you got your religious people and anyway, I don't know. Take care of yourself, you know, make smart choices. <laughs> I love it. You know? De-stress. De-stress. That's the, the number one thing is the mental core. health, right? Right. One of the biggest things is mental health. Stress yeah. can, stress can lead to a myriad of different problems, period. I hate the Alone. news, man. Hmm? I hate the, the news. The news is such garbage. It's, you know, well, I, I can literally feel myself getting angry yeah. and it's because I'm getting stressed out sure. and I'm getting on edge, mm. you know? 
whatever have, the hell may be my on the quote unquote news, and I'm just I get sucked in instantly. My weakness is Twitter because you get fed everything you want to see. Yeah. So when Ugh. you start looking for something, you're gonna find it, and yeah. then you get more angry. It, I have to. I have to back off because I just, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with yeah, you. Everything. Yeah. I, I've done that with uh, conspiracy theories too. Oh, don't, don't Jeez, get me started on those things. I, I won't. I won't. Uh, I don't think it'll be good for us or good for the listeners. But yeah, yeah. I've definitely gone down those rabbit holes and I'm like, I hate everyone. I, I enjoy them because <laughs> it, 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 I hate it. It gets <laughs> you thinking. Mad. I mean, not saying they're right or wrong because right. the, 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 the biggest fallacy with, with, with conspiracy theories is that they always kind of work out. So that's mm. not really life, right? I mean, mm. these things are are there's so many different inputs to any any one situation that there's no one blanket thing could fit everything. But again, who knows? I don't know. Right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think we can now go into COVID. Yeah. That was kind of that flowed beautifully. Yeah. Didn't even do that on purpose. Yeah. Damn. Should do yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. We should start so, yeah, a podcast. We, we plan that out. We we have it by the minute, broken down on a whiteboard behind us. Um, well, what do you think about it? I mean, your mom's a nurse. Yeah my my mom's a nurse. My my girlfriend's a nurse, and so I think it's a it's an unfortunate thing. People are obviously losing, not losing, because like I believe that life is a gift, and if you're given something. It's like, it's like I, for me, I don't feel, especially after God, you know, gave me the opportunity to get sober. I feel that my life is a gift. Mm -hmm. So I, I try to not go throughout life thinking that other people owe me something. Life's a gift. That's why it's called the present. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it, I choose life. I choose to be happy in every and any aspect of life to the best of my ability. Not that I'm saying other people choose death, but I'm saying I don't want to base my decisions off of fear of dying. You know, because for me, that's like, if we go to the core, True. if the fear is getting COVID and freaking dying, Right? Like that is the fear of sure. death. So I don't want to base my decisions or hopefully my thoughts well, are you out of fear. Of I don't think so. I, I mean, to, who, who knows, man? I, I'll find out when I get to that point, you know, but having had a brain tumor right. and having them yeah, you've been on saying that. that we don't know if he's going to be the same person when he, when he quote unquote, sure. we don't know if he could bleed out. And, right. and we could lose them. Right. It's brain surgery. Right. So given I was heavily sedated, mm -hmm. but nevertheless, I remember the surgeon saying that. And I was not sedated when we were having that conversation with the surgeon. He said, we don't know. Right. And my parents freaked out more than I did. Mm -hmm. But I was in, again, so much pain that I was like, this must happen get this thing out of me. So I, I don't think I fear death mm. now. You didn't choose to be here in the first place. I didn't. Right. I didn't. Well, I don't know. Some papers will argue, but we won't get into that. Sure. But I'm just so grateful to have been given an opportunity to be alive in this beautiful present moment 
you know, with my parents and blah, blah, blah in this exciting time. And that's one way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's an exciting time. I think it's a Chinese virtue that says, may you be born in exciting yeah, times. Really? Not and boring times, holy I guess. Yeah. shit. We're definitely in, in a is, very confused, exciting time. So I'm grateful for this, man. I feel that God made me the way that he made me for a reason. I was supposed to experience alcohol in a very addictive, sick, toxic way so that I could finally now appreciate the beautiful gift of life that I, that I have now. And so you're not afraid of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, man. I, I joked with my mom. Statistically speaking, we're not, even if we get it, it's not going to really affect us. Right. I I think two of my roommates already had it. Sure. I think I, Dak I mean, I, and I'm Brett sure already had it because yeah. they were in bed, like dying oh, yeah. for three days. Yep. And I was just going throughout loud. I was cruising. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to take my apple cider vinegar and keep fasting and da da da. I'm good. Yeah. So I don't think I'm scared to die. I'm scared to truly, to not truly live fully. Right. You know? Missing, missing out. You know, like have these crazy. awesome moments with you right. creating a freaking podcast. Like right. what? I'd never thought about that when I was drinking and drugging, mm-hmm. you know, a, a or real, we did, we at, did, we, we talk at, about on, it and then we on. take another shot. We, we, we'd have some great ideas, <laughs> some true. grand schemes right. that we'd end world hunger <laughs> or something, you know, we did, but no action. Of course not. And that's no the biggest action. problem. Right. Right. Again, like you just said, we'd take another shot or right. I mean, that's just kind of what it was. We just talk. We just right. all talk and no action. Of course. So I don't... And then you go home, you'd be hungover, and you'd start over again. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. So that's, it's it's real. It's obviously a real thing that's oh, yeah. going I'm on. I'm not going to go down that conspiracy. Um, and especially having, um, you know, my mom and, and her experience and my girlfriend and, and her experience. But then I hear so many other things, man. My honest take on it and other stuff. And I'm just like, dude, I want to go outside. I was born to feel the sun. I'm gonna go surf. My honest take on everything is obviously you can't go back in time. Hindsight's 2020 always. Mm. But now that we're reissuing orders to possibly shut back down and, and, and Newsom here in LA wants to have us all wear face masks again, which I'm not opposed to. I'll do Mm. it. I think it's obviously the best thing for everybody to do. I won't wear it in my backyard. I'm not. Yeah wear it in my car alone <laughs> but um i i mean obviously i i think that we uh, we can all sit here and speculate and it doesn't really matter i'm not a vi- virologist i'm not a uh, i don't have those degrees in any of that so it okay. doesn't really matter anyway but shouldn't we shouldn't we be able to uh, isolate the people that have the higher percentage of getting it and people that have because that's mm. essentially exactly what quarantining means because now you're stepping on people's constitutional rights and uh the constitution you can't just simply put it to the side when it's convenient for you or during something the constitution is always right so even though they have overriding powers one would argue that in my opinion those aren't legal to begin with but now we're going down a whole different road but as far as covid's concerned it's 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 rough it's rough so how do you keep people safe you know if it's really that deadly and that that communicable, you know, like what do you do? Yeah. You have to. I mean, Newsom. Even can though, you? That's my other thing. I would say, can you keep people safe? Like, you, you, I don't think. It's can a, it, you? I it's don't know. It's a virus. It's an RNA sequence that will will get into you no matter what. I mean, it's gonna happen. Right. It's inevitable. Right. But the point was to slow. To slow the, it down. To, to ease slow it down so our that healthcare we can, system. So we wouldn't. Right. So we wouldn't over overload the health. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, I it, know, it, it's wild, man. I mean, again, you have so many contradicting statements. And again, if we just look at something in the middle here, I don't think it's going to be insanely, you know, 300 million people dead throughout the world. Mm. And it's obviously not a conspiracy. It isn't just fake. However, some will argue that. But some will argue but, that, but, but and people, say how it's genius, and, and and also some will argue the way we're we've been counting it, and, and obviously, yeah. As of right now, what's today? It's June. We're June. Uh, it's June twentieth. Uh, the the way we count the virus, the way we um, the more tests we do, of course, we're going to have more people infected by it because now we're finding out that people now have had it. Or yeah, ha- or have yeah. it. Of course, we're going to have hundreds of thousands more people infected because we have hundreds of thousands more tests going out. Yeah, That's are just, you, are you going to get tested? Uh, I don't have. A, I'm not opposed to it, but I don't need mm. to by any means. I, I did. I mean, I got tested yeah, yesterday. Nice. Where did you go? Just a little urgent care place. Okay. Just walked in. I don't have insurance, so I paid cash. All right. Well, how much was it? Eighty-five bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad. Either the nose one. The nose one. Ooh, that oh, was gnarly. Man. Ugh. This is good. It's good. I, it's yeah. the second time I've so had you'll somebody find tickle out, my brain. Yeah. You'll find out in what? A couple of days? Uh, two to three days. Yeah. Two to three days. And 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 asymptomatic, I mean, you're you're not going to spread it anyway. So it's good that herd immunity is something we we have to have. Right. And so, okay, I'll push this. If, if there is a vaccine, are you going to get it? Dude, okay, so I was raised Christian. I was went to the same Christian private school right. that you did, you know, and in Revelation, they talk about the mark of the beast. Sure. I don't know. My gut says no. Would you trust anything that's rushed out within a year? That's rushed out within a year? Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's what it boils down to. Do you trust the system or don't you? I don't think that the system has our best interest at heart. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe they do. It's hard to tell now. Yeah. With the leadership, it's yeah. really hard to see that now in a place of crisis. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, I think. Uh, or they. Or, well, some well, people would argue that too. Well, for, for for your podcast, probably not go down the negative route so that because it doesn't do anything. It doesn't build us up. It that, doesn't, yeah. It doesn't absolutely. do anything. Absolutely. Um, as far as COVID's concerned, just take care of yourself. And I think I think if you take care of yourself, you're going to be taking care of the people around you, and that's the biggest thing right now. Um, do your own homework. You know, understand what you, what it is and what's going on. Do the best of your ability. I yeah, think. I mean, I don't love that. just be a douche and and just you know respect yeah, others. Yeah, respect. Treat people how you want to be right. treated. If you want to get yelled at for something, then go ahead and yell at somebody. Right. That, that's all on you. But right. if you want if you want to be tolerated and, and treated with respect, treat others with respect. If, right. You know, in general, if people are asking to put on a mask, is it going to harm you? I mean, you not might not believe it. You might not. You might go f all this. But if you're going to a grocery store, you know, if it puts other people at ease, isn't that what you'd want? You know, I mean, yeah. if if that lowers your stress and you don't have to get an altercation, if you're going in huffing and puffing, you're going to find yourself a fight. You're looking right. for it. Right. For you the know? good of the community, for the good of like the sake of humanity and the unity of That's us as point. a country, I think. Yeah. Well, listen, if, if you want to wear a mask, then wear a mask. If you don't want to, don't. If, if you want to go out, go out. If you don't want to go out, don't go out. If you're <laughs> going to get offended with people not wearing masks, don't go out. If you're going to get right. offended with people wearing masks, then don't go out. Right. It's all on you. It's self-responsibility, yep. extreme ownership, Jaco Willow. Yeah, Take yep, everything to heart and, and 
it's you. You're the right. one responding to it. And, and I'm looking in a mirror right here talking to you. Because, yeah, <laughs> I get all huffy and puffy, too, about all this stuff. Right. But at the end of the day, like, what is that going to do for... It's only pissing me off. Right. Because no one else gives a shit about me. Right. No one else cares. I right. mean, I mean, besides family and friends. But sure, the guy driving course. next to you, you're huffing and puffing about him wearing a mask in his car, and he's just... <laughs> In his he's own world, man. and you're sitting there going, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. and he's I'm the one that's Kenny getting. Rogers. Who cares? I'm the one that's getting mad or frustrated or not. For you know, whatever it doesn't. Right. I have to own it. You have to own it. You right. know, that's the whole point behind it all. Take care of yourself, and by by extension, you'll be taking care of others. I think. So de-stress. Well, I think that's one of the biggest things, right? Yeah. De-stress, water, <laughs> and walk. <laughs> the three keys to 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 healthy life. Well. De-stress know. is well, huge. Yeah, that's huge. Absolutely huge. Well, helps I, you think clear, right? Dude, when I when I discovered breath work, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, talked a lot about that. Oh my gosh, like um, Patrick McCown. I did a podcast on him uh, and explaining him, but like the like I think it's bu bukan bu something, but what like with your nose only breathing and like taping your mouth at night um, to Get yourself into a it seems a little extreme. Oh, it's I've done it. It's awesome. I have I have one of these things called I don't mean to cut you off, but I have one yeah. of these things called the power lung. It's what the seals the, use to yeah. train. Things cool. Is it through your mouth though? Yeah, yeah. It's so it te- teaches you to breathe in for a certain amount of seconds mm-hmm. as as hard as you can, and then trains your lungs to breathe out get against resistance. Whoa! So it, these these are the things that the seals use to train to go right. diving and stuff. Yeah, because Patrick McCown they also train the seals. But sure. so basically, I think they do the same thing, but they just slow down their breath mm. so incredibly much. So they're breathing like twice a minute. Yeah, and two breaths a minute. Yeah, uh, I would through assume, their nose. I would assume your body learns to navigate through just like deep sea divers, like the yeah. carbon dioxide. Your car- your yeah. your Carbon dioxide tolerance goes way up. Right, right. I, I I watched this thing on Larry Hamilton, and he can get down to like fifty percent oxygen in his blood before like he has before he has Years to take of a training. breath. That's Years crazy. Of Years of training. But I guess when you do what he does, like you gonna be under the water for seven. Well, if minutes. you're gonna be professional, anything you better be yeah. the best at it. Yeah, or try to be anyway, right? So. Oh, one other thing, and then we could probably wrap it up, but what has been your experience, if any, on the stress in relationships right now during all this? I mean, I know you live with Mm -hmm. your lady, but has Um, there been any, like, I'm curious because it's hard for me dating my lady, dating, who, especially in a nurse. Dating, yeah, a nurse. It, it's hard, man. We're good here. Like, I, I mean, I think at the very beginning, I had, I had some, not frustrations, just we were always around. But I think we sure, pretty good now. I mean, for the most part, I still go to work though. I go to work every day, mm. so I still get out of the house. I'm able to get away. She sure. has to work from home. Sure, but uh, uh, we're good. I mean, we we've always tried to strive for date nights and stuff. So luckily, we. Like Friday nights is our date night, so luckily we were able to at least get out for a little bit now. Yeah, I mean restaurants are pretty odd. The whole situation is very odd still, but that was important to get back to some normalcy, I guess. Okay. Um, I couldn't imagine dating a nurse, and uh, I know a couple weeks ago you're like, dude, we've been on, we haven't been able to see each other. Yeah, it was like months. Yeah, 
because she's working in COVID. We just have no idea. That would be very, very stressful in itself. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, it's hard. But you're getting through it, it sounds like. And uh, who knows, but... I mean, for me, it just goes back to like de-stressing and, and doing like self-care routines and, uh, well, what is anger and something like that? It's, it's, it comes down to an expectation. It's, or, uh, well, it's you, it's, it's, it's sure. What, what am I not getting out of it? Right. Right. Instead of what can I provide for them? Right. uh, Unselfishly. It's, (laughs) I'm not getting something out of it. Right. It's, it's, you know, it's, yeah. So it's, again, I'm just so grateful for, you know, my recovery and whatnot, but Dude, there's no way I'd be able to do this if I was in my addiction. There's no way I'd be off the rails. You, I mean, back. Nevertheless, then, it's who knows what you'd be doing. Yeah, <laughs> to be that's, honest that's with you, I don't. True. I guess. That's I very mean, true. you'd be at home doing something, but <laughs> drinking. I who guess. Knows, man. But it's it's hard. So I guess I'm bringing that up to to really encourage anyone right. anyone out there that is that is struggling. And I think I actually just had a conversation in the car. You saw me. I was talking to my lady in the car and, and, uh, you know, she hurt my feelers. Uh, and I, I know a hundred percent I've hurt her, but that's okay. And allowing each other, like if you're going to choose to love somebody, love and pain go hand in hand, just like happiness and joy. Or, oh my God, happiness and sadness, you know, um, it's like the yin and the yang, like you can't have one without the other. And I think in order to, for me, this is just me and well, my You can't have love without emotion. Yeah. And sometimes emotions are messy and love raw. is the only thing you have to do that you, you have to give 100% of your, you have to give 100% without getting anything in return or expecting mm. anything in return. I think, right. I think in general, right. But, Self-sacrifice type i uh yeah i i i I mean i'm definitely a huge advocate of self-care right so for me i've i've had the mindset of like ouch like that hurt when she said that but it wasn't her that did anything she maybe she just triggered something Mm -hmm. that I'm at dis-ease yeah, you see that internally, right. and I'm grateful for that. Right. So I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, what a beautiful tool. So that And that's a constant sounds struggle kind of, with everybody. Oh, everybody. Every single oh, human. That's God. a human condition. Right. That's a thing that you learn to at least metacognition. You step back and go, okay, hold on. Hold on. Why am I feeling like this? What, yeah. are, what are the thoughts behind the thoughts? How did I get to this point? Why am I like this? And, you know, it, that takes practice. It takes, it takes time to realize that. Some people have it from the very beginning. Other mm. people got to learn. Some people don't get it till later on in life. I but it, it is a human condition. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, your feelings get hurt. And why are my feelings hurt? Again, it comes back to what right. we just talked about. You know, the only one that is getting pissed off is you. And then <laughs> by, by extension, you're pissing them off too. Or right. making them sad or frustrated. And maybe they're dealing with something. So now they're putting it off on you. I mean, it, it gets very convoluted very quickly. Yes, absolutely. Especially with people that don't understand it. Right. So I think giving ourselves permission to be upset, giving ourselves permission to be hurt. And coming back to that stress thing, what do you do that's constructive to relieve that stress? Yes. And not destructive, not the alcohol or, or 
you know, it's crazy. Like, uh, I, I switched to doing those little, the, the jewel thing and stuff. It's insane to, to see your vaping, temperament, vaping, just yeah, for those. to see okay. your temperament change just with nicotine alone. So you stop for a couple of days, you get irritable, you get angry and you're like, mm. why am I mad? And I'm not going to blame, you know, the actual nicotine itself, but I guess you kind of can because all right. that stuff alters your reality. It alters your brain right. chemistry. It makes you either irritable or very happy or happy for a very short amount of time with certain drugs and, you know, dopamine, serotonin stuff. You just got to make sure you have healthy outlets and not relying on, on things that will alter your state of mind. Right. Yeah. Um, trying to get out of that. But however, things like yoga, things like that are, are good, good, healthy, um, outlets that will increase serotonin and dopamine and, um, and also get you breathing deeper and being healthy yes. and feeding bo- your body with something healthy right. as opposed to destructive, you know, I don't know, but yeah. What are some of the things that you do to de-stress? And then we could probably wrap it up after this. I don't know. I'm a stress case in general. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, I, I don't know. Honestly, you taking cold showers yet? <laughs> I, uh, I used to do that a while. Like when you first started talking about that, uh-huh. I, I was doing that um, when I lived in the Camdens downtown Long Beach. I used to try to do that a lot. It doesn't really do much for me. However, I didn't. I haven't really practiced or studied it. I just fe- I just saw that it was good for your for your body to do. Yeah. Um, in general, I don't. I again, I like. I like working out. I like going to the gym. It gets yeah. me tired because I have so much energy. Right. Uh, I like working on 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 things and things around the house. I like like if solve I, solving, solving problems. problems. Yeah. yeah. If I don't know how to do it, I think it's even better. Even though I'll get frustrated, but I, I have to learn how to do mm. it, which puts me in that mode of there's nothing else that I can concentrate on because I have to learn how to do this. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to do it. Right. So it forces you into to solving that problem. Right to you know and and i think like burning the ships oh yeah well yeah yeah there's no other burning the ships there's either i do or i don't yeah and uh de-stressing though i mean there's a there's so many different things and everybody's different right i mean you might like yoga i don't know if i do like yoga i've tried it but it's not my forte to go after not saying that i wouldn't enjoy it's hard it's it's, it's a different thing i was doing it yesterday morning my hips were just crying and 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 i respect you to do it because it's insane it's hard, um, but it's great. I feel so good when it's done. I'm like, I'm so grateful that I did this. Well, it's just like working out, going to the gym. You know, right. you hate going there. You're sluggish to get there, and then you get done. You're like, oh man, I'm pumped. All yes. Right. And then you wake up the next day sore if you did it correctly. Right? right. But I mean, that's you just have to find what works for you as an individual. Everyone's different. There, when everybody has these magic marketing books that, hey, I'll solve this problem. I mean. Everyone's different. Everyone's there, different. There's nuances. Absolutely. There's so many different inputs each person has to any one situation, you know? All. Try doing them all. Try going after anything that looks even remotely. It would spark curiosity for a healthy habit. Go after yeah. it. Try it. What's the yeah. worst that could happen? Okay, well, I didn't like that one. Move on. Don't don't spend that. a million dollars on something. Right. But try it out, you know? If you have it, maybe. We, we've done Krav Maga. Krav Maga was awesome doing that. Oh, my God. That. I want go to go back. It's kind of it. expensive, you know? Yeah, but yeah that that was that was an awesome outlet. That was I, I mean stressful during it, but when you're done, you're like, oh man, I'm pumped. Like right. I just learned something. Yeah, yeah. And literally being able to go hit something as hard as you can and have yeah, no that's repercussions. Definitely, <laughs> that's definitely a good thing. It's yeah, therapeutic for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have any longevity, like uh, practices, or anything like that besides living? Besides living. One day in the present moment. You mean, you mean like what? What healthy longevity? Yeah, like uh, what? Are, what are you reading? doing right now to be a bad?
ass hundred year old. Hundred year old? Yeah. <laughs> uh trying to grow uh a legacy in a way, I guess. Long, uh, uh, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, just legacy empire. Well, because I, I mean, know we've kind of talked not, about this. Not everything's about money, and and that shouldn't be that. But it sure is a lot better to cry in a Bentley than it is, uh, you know, a uh, a little Saturn. Yeah, from from eighty seven. If I'm gonna have, problems, and that's not negative. I'd just, rather be rich and have problems. I, but <laughs> and there is a there is a. Also, what is riches to you? I mean, not everything revolves around riches, and every rich person will tell you all their own problems that they have, which is going to be the exact same problems that you have. Right. Just They just have a bigger bank account, and that's not the deal. I just, at least for me, success relies on me being able to work for myself mm. um, and being blessed to pay my own bills um, and knowing that I did it and not having that fear of being fired or something, and not everybody has this opportunity in general. Um, and, but even if I was working for somebody, it, the success would still be the same in my book or in my mind, but, uh, it's, it's finding the joy in what you do. And, um, I, I, I liked solving problems. So how do I get to that next level? Or how do I get to that next level? I, I feel like I try to stay away from, um, covetousness as much as possible. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't or, or want things, but the older I get, the more I go, ah, you know, when you, when you sit in that pursuit of wanting something badly and then you have it, have you ever ha- experienced oh, that? Oh, of course. And then you have, it and you're like, oh, oh, this is it. Okay. Oh, what's okay. next? Right. Very you're, unfulfilling what, pattern. Which means you're always chasing something. Isn't that right. something that, that, that the evil forces want you to continue after it's consumerism. I mean, right. more, 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 more. But I was just talking about this with Lauren. I mean, I'm like, I, I've had that, especially when I was younger, when I, you know, in my early teenage uh, days where I got to have that. And then you have it and you, it's, you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually it's a lot of work or whatever it might be. Right. So I feel in my older age, the, the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't need those things, but, but I do want to provide for kids. I want to provide for, a, a safe um, um, environment for them and interpersonal relationships. I, I will say with the COVID thing, I think in a way it's really, if you look at it in a positive light, people are at home with their kids now, at yep. home with their family. I agree. Unfortunately, it's forced, but people are actually talking. I see kids out on the street walking around, you know? Right. Um, I think that will add to people's longevity mm-hmm. and, and interpersonal relationships and, um, as far as I'm concerned, schooling was part of my longevity, proving to myself that I can do it and get through it. Um, yeah, I'm in debt, but you know it's okay. It's not insanely bad. But always learning. I think. I think. I think a lot resides in longevity. I mean, not to mention things that it'll help with dementia and things like that, where, where when you're chronically learning new things and, and reading and problem solving, it, it helps with those neurons in your brain and the synapses continue. Neurons that fire together stay. So the problem with like dimensions, dementia and stuff is, you know, those neurons stop firing in those certain patterns and forgetfulness mm. and things like that. That's a very broad definition of that. So don't hold <laughs> me to it. Uh, it's much more complicated than that, obviously. But yeah, longevity, taking care of your brain, de-stressing, stress oxidate, oxidation will, you know, I mean, studies have proven that, you know, tumors and cancers and stuff grows, you know, from heavy stressed environments and trying to stay away from that not that it's always accessible i guess i don't know what I do love you do that. besides yoga <laughs> now with healthy 
Well, I guess I'll just share, I'll share my morning. Um, I woke up, I journaled. Uh, my journal consists of at least three things that I'm grateful for. Um, and there's another part in the journal where it asks what's going good in your life. And then, uh, like what could you work on? So I love kind of having that accountability first thing in the morning. So it's like, you know, Hey, what's going cool. You're grateful, but what's going good. And then what could be better, you know? And then, um, at the end of my evening, it'll be kind of just reflecting, Mm. reflecting on the day. And did I meet those goals? So I've added journaling. I've probably been doing it for uh, maybe, maybe two, three months now and and journaling. Oh my gosh. Just putting like all the thoughts and everything down on a piece of paper. Fantastic. It makes you reflect. Have you, do you journal? No. Oh, I've never liked it. Really? I would have thought the complete opposite. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> not my thing. So journaling, it's just, but new I'm not thing. saying I'm it's not good. It. it probably should because it, it, it forces you to look back and, yeah. and register your emotions for yeah. sure. And then I went out in the garage, I did some calisthenics and I took a cold shower. Always cold. Right. Always cold. I love it. I look forward to it. Like almost like a drink. You're kind of weird. And I, I, I know that. That's very weird. Your I listeners, know. I know most of them are like, dude, are you out of your mind? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, I mean, dude, in Southern California, the water is not that cold, man. It's freezing. It is not I'll that cold. I'll put a full-on wetsuit just to go out during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I just got a new wetsuit, by the way. I'm pretty excited. 5'2", right? That's the thickest no, one. No, it's a 2'3". It's seven, eight. standard, seven, eight is what I put seven, on. 7'8", you're not going to be able to. I won't be able to move. Yeah. Oh, well, Michelin man over here. Yeah, that's fine. I'm jumping in the water with that thing. I don't like to be cold. No way. Can we just like crank up the the temperature? You know, in the ocean. Yeah, I've been down. Yeah, in the ocean. Yeah. Is there just a button we can? I've been down to Cancun and it was just as hot outside of the water as it was inside the water. Now that's disgusting. That's it's gross. just bath water all over the place. Even outside uh, of the water is bath water. Get out of the heat. There's no escaping it. You're just you just you're just, you're just sitting in filth and sweat, and it's gross. <laughs> but it's beautiful. So you're like, oh, uh, I mean, talk about getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Go to Cancun. Yeah, is that what you said? Cancun. Yeah, that was Cancun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was when I was Ugh. a kid. You know. Yeah, but uh, eh, maybe yeah. one day. Um. So, gosh. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, long, uh, journaling, uh, definitely some type of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did you say? De-stressful activities. Ladies and gentlemen, drink your water, walk, or whatever form of exercise, run. yoga, run, anything. Get outside, feel the sun. Uh, having an always learning or always growing. Uh, Just find topics that interest you. If you love that. like, I mean, it could be anything. If you if you enjoy the you know trains you like trains pick up a book about trains I mean we have so many audiobooks are so readily available now through Audible I mean you could download yeah, any book they didn't want. really teach us that in school like we had to learn how they were teaching does that make sense instead of now like for me obviously not being in school anymore being able to kind of pick the topics that I have interest in and then diving deep and loving every second of it sure so that's probably another conversation for. Yeah another day but and take care of your brain as best as possible yeah i dig it well chad you got a joke for us 
I think his whole life's a joke right now, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's the best I got because it's, uh, uh, it's insane right now. But <laughs> take is. care of each other. Take care of yourself. Love you it. Know? If you take care of yourself, you'll take care of each other, I guess. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. No, I mean, unless you're a agree. sociopath, but, you know, <laughs> got to get those mirror neurons firing. I agree 100%. Love yourself so that you may love others better. If you love That's yourself Ayn enough, Rand. it'll pour out and just bleed everywhere. Love. Well, I love you, bro. Thanks right, for doing this. You too, man. I love Appreciate you. It. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Signing off. Later. Bye. What's happening, family? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please share with all your family and friends. And if you want to dive deeper and do some one-on-one coaching with me, please go to jeffgonzell.com. That's J-E-F-F-G-O-N-Z-E-L-L.com. Check out the website. It has free resources and also it has access to working with me one-on-one. Enjoy. Have a beautiful day.